I've recently been watching my sugar intake, boys. Um, well, where'd it go? <laughs> into my body, like poison. Oh. oh, I thought it was a Netflix special. Did you? There's so much sugar in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's what makes it taste good. Now that I'm paying attention, I just, I feel like the wool has been removed from my eyes, sort of like a a sheet of um, pure sugar that was then co- coated with water to dissolve in front of me. So what you're describing, what you're describing to me is, is like sugar, which is clear when you yeah, melt it well, with water. <laughs> it was still a veil um, in my perception. I picked up a... Uh, one of those like fruit smoothie in a bottle things today. Oh, mm-hmm. poison! Don't drink that. Those are good. They're so good though. So here's here's the the skinny here, folks. Twenty five grams of sugar. That's how much you're supposed to have every day. Twenty five grams. You want to know how much was in this little fruit smoothie thing? Fifteen. Forty. Fifty seven. Oh Jesus! Fifty seven grams. <laughs> That's ludicrous. So here we are. And that th- that was with no added sugar. That was just yeah. from fruit. Yeah, well, okay. Well, everyone knows fruit is fucking like, if you're trying to get healthy, eating fruit is not going to help a whole lot. It's more about those vegetables. It's true. You got to only eat the veg. Well, I, I'm not in, really in the mindset of getting healthy, more of um, avoiding death. Yeah, forestaying the inevitable development of diabetes. Yeah, I suppose those are similar goals, but I feel like they're quite different. I just don't, mm. I just don't want to die. Anyway, on that lovely topic, welcome to the Devil's Threesome, your yeah. erotic book club, starring me, Andrew Coles. Who are you? Oh, no, I'm Andrew. No, wait a minute. And me, Andrew Coles. Okay. Now, you see, I'm confused because here, you know, the first 23 years of my life and change, yeah. I thought that was my name, but it, yeah. it apparently is not. No. No, it's your name. We are all Andrew Coles. So it's all of our name. We're all Andrew Coles. Is that like a collective? Like Berkshire Hathaway? Like was there a merger? We are a host. We are we live we uh, you know, there's more of us. We're mm-hmm. all Andrew Coles really in a way. Now what's that like? I don't know. It's kind of scary most of the time. Mostly sweaty. We seem to be stuck in really warm closets all the time. Dude, you're fucking telling me. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm literally drinking a fucking giant mug full of white tea here with my bowl full of hot quinoa. And mm. um, I'm already lightly misted with, you know, sweat. And just a sheen. Wait, so you don't, you don't see. You just said you're eating hot food and drinking hot liquid in your mm-hmm. small, tiny closet. Yeah, well, okay, now when in retrospect, when I think about it, yeah, maybe not a great idea. <laughs> no worries. Just wanted to point uh, it I, out. I, I, and I want to apologize before we get too deep into the episode. I, there might be a little bit of white noise on my recording. It doesn't really seem to be picking up in my waveforms, but I have a humidifier running because Chagirl needs to just spray down the pipes. To, Moisturize to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Moisturize gotcha. me, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My skin it cracks and bleeding. And you might you might have noticed last week we didn't release an episode, and that's because mm-hmm. we didn't. we're going to be every other week now. We mm-hmm. are. That's just the way it is, and I'm sorry, but I'm also happy. If you yeah. have paid enough attention to the feed to notice that we didn't put one out last week, you might notice that we had multiple month long break in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you've noticed those two things, then you may have also noticed the other month-long break that came uh, previous to the, you know, the second uh, oldest episode that we've released. (laughs) Yes. So to protect our artistic practice as a collective, Mm -hmm. we are going to allow us more space between episodes. Yes, exactly. There you are. Yes. The the episode this week is about a book that we read, Mm -hmm. all three of us. No, we did. Uh, and I At do the same have time. a conspiracy theory about this book, but I don't want to get it. into it quite yet. No, I want to hear it right now. Oh, sure. Let's let it inform our consumption of this book. So hit me with that title. Sharing My Gay Husband's Ass, Piano Lessons, by Hank Wilder. By Hank Wilder, all right. The book that we read uh, two weeks ago was by Hannah Wilder. <gasps> The Whoa. links in the back no. of these books 
No. Oh, quite similar. shit. I fell for the trap. You're so Turn you're this so shit right. back, Margaret. No, you're no. so right. Because I looked at... Thank I you. just I was just looking at Hank Wilder's author page. There's no information on Hank Wilder as an author. Mm-hmm. And also, his covers have a striking resemblance to some of the oh, um my hannah wilder covers god so what you're saying and mm-hmm. correct me if i get this wrong what you're mm-hmm. saying is this team brother and sister mm-hmm. both writing erotic novels uh, also in love with each other maybe i i don't just like us i would <laughs> andrew coles also fucking hmm are they related Listen. are they blood related and are they 18? What I would say... Maybe they're married. What I would say is that they are the same person. Oh, no. That's silly. That's not possible. Hmm. Mm, we are dealing, I don't like that. We are dealing with a computer algorithm Oh, that... my God. Named H. Wilder. Now, we've already made this joke before. That's true. But this one is different. <laughs> this one is different. Okay. You say this so. One is, this one is less topical than um, mm-hmm. Tingler. So well, what what really tipped me off was going through the links in the back of Hank Wilder's book. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they're very similar. And seeing that there were a bunch of like kind of racist titles. Oh my god! These um... that's amazing. <laughs> wow, Sam laughing and saying that racism is amazing. This is where we, this no. is what we've come to. <laughs> okay. No, Andrew Let's... is saying that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Andrew is saying that first of all, and second of all, I'm laughing at the fact that Andrew was reading these and found that. Like her her clue was mm-hmm. that it was racist. Yeah, and she said, "Oh, I've seen racism before in this erotic play space that we all <laughs> travel through." Well, let me let me hit you with some of these titles. Are you ready? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> Three black men turn one white cowboy. I mean, taken by black men. Confessions of a gay nerd gay male nurse gang members turn me gay an interracial group encounter turned gay by force violated in the ghetto now okay oh jesus now that is probably yeah now that one is a little problematic i mean <laughs> the the fact that you they're saying three black men turn one white cowboy like i don't i don't see that as particularly racist no. i mean there is a race problem in hollywood right now maggie <laughs> I, I, a racism I problem. A, a racism problem, and I want to fill our stories with color. I do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and we just want to throw out a big thanks to Andrew for writing that joke and putting it in his uh, sketch series, <laughs> the yeah, Gay and Wondrous Life of Andrew Coles. Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. Yeah, and I mean, there's a whole bunch of monsters made me gay, gay paranormal monster erotica, which I am pretty positive. They have to be written by the same person. Hank mm-hmm. Wilder, Hannah Wilder, and like such similar books? Come on. Come on. You, you, you cracked it. You've, you've definitely cracked it, Maggie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's move on to the story. The story is uh, much more mundane than uh, our last week. So yes. Yeah, no one gets gangbanged by a group of space chimps in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. Bummer. Although, I mean, if you read between the lines, I guess you can kind of, you know, maybe twist and shape it to align with that sort of theme. So if you couldn't tell from the title, this is sharing my gay husband's ass. So it's it's about gay people for once mm-hmm. um, because she does specify, or he, Hank, whatever, specifies that um, the husband is gay. Let's just call them by their proper name, Andrew Coles. Right, right. Andrew Coles does specify that uh, the husband is gay. So that's helpful. Um, yes. So I figured I would just read a little bit to kind of like set the mood for this story. Uh-huh. Oh. So let me just get to the part where I marked it. I wish I could like beatbox some like really sensual music or something, you know, to also set the mood. I'm gonna here. I'm gonna light some audio candles. Thank me, you. Uh... So the point here is that we're we're here with Kyle and Jim, who are some gay husbands in their gay marriage, and they're gay with each other. Jim. The gay husband, Kyle's our main character. Jim wants to yes. play drums, but Kyle yes. doesn't want to play drums because drums are loud and obnoxious. Yes. And mm-hmm. so he says, maybe you should play piano, and then they get in a fight. So let me just, let's just jump into this scene here. I sure wish my upstairs neighbor had a fucking husband who would tell him, hey, you can't play drums in an apartment, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my gay husband frowns, but doesn't say a word. 
Instead, mm. he just gets up from his chair and heads out of the kitchen. Ah, come on, I call after him, feeling like I just kicked the world's most adorable puppy. Where are you going? I'm, <laughs> I just need to get ready for work, Gay Jim tells me. It's fine. He leaves, and I sit in silence for a moment, sipping my coffee and feeling like a massive gay jerk. In most cases, our personalities really balance each other out. In fact, it's what makes our gay marriage work so damn well. Other times, though, I just feel like a giant gay gray cloud of realism here to rain on his happy gay little parade. That was uh, beautiful, Sam. I, that was a really gay description of... Uh... No, I mean, it's just... I mean, you're exaggerating here, but there are multiple instances in this book where we are reminded that it's his gay husband and it's their gay marriage. And it's like, no, we... We get it. Like, uh, <laughs> well, that was like, why did we have to specify in the title, this is my gay, gay husband? husband. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kyle, and this is my gay husband. Hi, I'm Jim. I'm also his gay husband. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, I just, I didn't get it. And then I read it, and I still didn't get it. So I just wanted to ask why. And I know I don't mm-hmm. know why. we don't have the answer. But, you know, I... I I feel like uh, it would be very strange if we were to read, say, a a hetero story and it'd be like, hello, I'm Kyle, and this is my straight husband, Jim. Like, that's weird. (laughs) Well, also because that is a weird thing to say, I think. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's not like there's ever a, like, sharing my straight wife's ass. Like, that doesn't make sense. Whatever. I'm pissy about gay stuff. You're just mad because you're fucking... You're just mad because your straight husband won't share his ass with you. <laughs> well, it, it's not that. It's that my straight husband won't let me share his ass with other people. Well, he also won't let it. Sh- I mean, if he's your straight husband, he probably won't let it, won't share it with you because you are a man. So yeah. why would your straight husband want to share his ass with you? I don't know. Why would you get married in the first place? That's the real question. Tax breaks. Like they're in love. No, tax breaks. They're in love with those tax breaks. Visa problems. It was also, yeah, he also needed a green card. We don't like to talk about it, though, because this is definitely something they could use in court against us. So mm-hmm. let's just strike that from the record. Well, here, we'll use a code word um, Okay. every time we talk about it. Uh, visa, when we're talking MasterCard. about your, um, your green card marriage, we'll MasterCard. say that he's your gay husband. MasterCard, <laughs> okay. When we're, when we're talking about my green card marriage, let's call it my MasterCard Wink arrangement. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's start talking about my MasterCard wink would, arrangement. Would, would you guys get arranged married if you had the opportunity just to see what it's like? I mean, if I had the opportunity, then yeah, I'm getting arranged marriage because if I have the opportunity, someone's arranging a marriage for me. That's kind of a tautological question. I just think the experience would be rather interesting because there's so much media about how you learn to love someone. I, I don't know. Yeah. What if what if they're a real uh piece of shit? A real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, that's I feel like you have a different perspective on that than we do because sure. for us an arranged marriage like could be I'm not saying that like men aren't abused by spouses, that's just not sure, true. Sure, sure, sure. But like I like it's just not a common practice I think for well, maybe sure. Well, I guess that's not necessarily true yeah, because, like, I mean, even domestic, in domestic violence has no gender barrier. No, no, I, w- I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking arranged marriages usually happen to women, which I think is true. I think statistically but they usually happen to men as well. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's true. Well, I was thinking like wealthy men who are wearing who are marrying like rich, mm, or who sure. are rich who are marrying like their friends' daughters Teens. who are like twelve. Yeah, yeah, um, which is disgusting. But there are, I, I can, I remember, like, there are cases where it's like, you know, you know, both of our families have decided that we will get married so that way yeah. they can make money off of us, I guess. I would say that's probably the more prevalent kind of arranged marriage. I would hope in, so. In RL. But who knows? Well, do you think in today's RL that's true? I, I feel know. like I feel like we've destroyed the word world with capitalism. So rich people yeah. just kind of do terrible things all the time. Yeah. Sure, and they don't hmm. need to cement their uh, power with arranged marriages because they have outrageous amounts of wealth. Exactly. We well, solved it, guys. That's it. And well, so that was my gay husband's ass uh, piano <laughs> lessons. It 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 dived really deep into like uh, talking like about socioeconomics, and... which is just strange, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Um, to be fair, it is about sharing my gay husband's ass, which is yeah. definitely not. 
a uh, I'd say it's kind of more of a a cultural Marxist thing to do uh, yeah, to be exactly. a total a total cuck honestly yeah. do you think polyamory is cultural Marxism that's interesting yeah without a doubt sure. does that make monogamy capitalism well yeah yes yes whoa because the mm-hmm. I mean the narrative has only been pushed like monogamy uh, specifically, like straight monogamy, is a narrative that has been pushed for the furthering of capitalism. Yeah, you know. I mean, whoa. What? I'm pretty sure they still made you get married in, in like Soviet Russia. They did, but uh, that's because they're all homophobes. All right. That's right. That's you. You got let's, it. Let's let's get back into the book for real before I before I slander Russians more. Let's talk about the book. Kyle Arp strong protagonist here is like oh i'm a buzzkill so i'm gonna try to get jim something that he wants but also that i want because obviously i can't just get him a gift that he wants um so he gets some piano lessons because he's just a piano because it's quiet um Mm -hmm. instead of drums so uh good choice he he gets like the cheapest piano lessons possible which specifically say something like like we can work out a payment deal or something yeah and then take it just takes his boyfriend or his husband sorry his gay husband yeah definitely like some subtle uh like craigslist sex sex worker talk right there definitely you know yeah do you we, think he was maybe on the wrong section of craigslist like from last night he was still browsing <laughs> that like mlm section and yeah. he was like you know i i want to get something special for my husband let me just click past mm-hmm. this ad for you know uh discreet escort services twinks only and uh, click this one that says <laughs> piano lessons in quotation marks, and the the quotation marks are penises. Uh, oh, what if the yeah? What if it's pianist lessons, and like the pianist <laughs> has like a winky face after it? <clears throat> yeah, come check out my ten inch pianist. <laughs> if you were if if you were somebody who played piano, would you be would you prefer to be called a pianist or a pianist? I would prefer to be called a penis. I was gonna say I would just prefer to be called a penis too. Yeah, no, that would that'd be a solid gag, you know, like presenting Andrew Cole's world famous virtuoso pianist, and then I walk up on stage and be like, "Penis, please." Well, I mean, have you ever heard the probably the greatest work by a penis ever, Andrew Cole's mm-hmm. fourth movement? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the fourth now, movement of his symf- fourth symphony, but like, it's very good. Now, yeah. okay, now symphonies generally don't just consist of one person playing a piano. <laughs> but it, it's important but to it's me that you know that. <laughs> it's an important piece. It's like the main theme from the piano. Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah. All right. It was also full so, of another, another group of dicks that all played other instruments. Uh-huh. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dicks are really good at playing oboes, which is, you know, surprising. But I mean, and it's not too surprising. Like, if you can just imagine shoving that double reed down a urethra, it really oh, like God. you can just imagine, you know, the beautiful sounds it would make. I don't think because of sounding, get it, get it, because you're shoving something down your urethra. That was the joke <laughs> I was gonna make too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, okay, Andrew. So you know how Sam used to like, because Sam played the oboe. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you all know that, listeners, of course. Uh, so whenever Sam would play the oboe, Uh-oh. he'd kind of like snake charmer his head a little bit, sort of like move around. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course I remember. How could I forget this? Yeah. And the, o- the oboe players that I have seen, um, playing their oboes other than Sam have done similar things. Like, I think it's just part of playing the instrument. It's just yeah. sort of wiggling around because it's so uncomfortable to play. You have to you have to appease the magical snake inside, which makes the sound. That's right. So I'm just sort of imagining, I'm just sort of imagining imagining like a flaccid penis, sort of just waggling around while it <laughs> played an oboe, which is honestly kind of upsetting. Now that I'm really describing the imagery. Now who's uh, now who's moving their microphone around right now? Maggie. What do you mean? It was Maggie. Your what? voice changed. You were moving your microphone around. But, okay, let me clarify. I'm talking to you through a phone. Oh, so she moved the phone, yeah. not the microphone. 
and I and I have my mic in my hand, like I'm doing a tight five. Um, I hold my microphone whenever I hold, uh, record a podcast. Speaking of speaking of tight fives, was that last like four minutes funny? Because Maggie was kind of breaking up during it, and I don't I... think it was very funny because I definitely didn't get any sort of reaction. And I did describe genitalia playing an instrument, which is not great. That is pr- no, it's pretty funny. Like if we had heard you, we probably would have laughed. I, I why don't, don't you know. Do, why don't you do your joke again? Okay. Because right. that's how you make jokes funny: is you tell them so, twice in a row, and you and I, and I can edit this time. You know, I yeah. can I can really only do the good parts. Mm-hmm. So you know how? Hey, hey, everybody! Uh, how are you doing tonight? Um, I'm all right. I'm really hot. Great. I'm drunk. Great. No, then you'll love this joke. So, you know how oboe players kind of move around when they play the oboe? What's an oboe? That is so relatable. Can we call security and get this drunk guy out of here? He's really like, (laughs) he's exposing himself. I want to know what an oboe is. Is Is this an oboe? Do I have an oboe? It's kind of like an English horn, but a smaller. Mm. What? Or a bassoon, but a lot smaller. The fuck is an English horn soon? I don't understand. As Thank Sam you. dives deeper into this character, he just gets um, more and more like offensively Southern. Yeah, this book. Kyle reveals to Jim that he's gotten him these piano lessons, and they go post-haste. Jim's all to sad because he wanted lesson. drum lessons. Yep. They go to the piano lesson uh, location, House. which is, it's it's a beautiful home, uh, which apparently has a grand piano in it, or at least we've been promised that it does. And Kyle's just like, see you later, Jim. I'll pick you up in an hour. And Jim scampers off inside. Uh, I think we do get a, a look at the teacher. Kyle, uh, Kyle fucks off for an hour and like, I think just goes driving. I think that's mm-hmm. what it says in the, in the story. And then he returns. You know how San Franciscans are about the environment, so. Yeah. Just drive around. How can I get more offensive? How how can I get more offensive during this episode? How do you think? Um, well, probably do some sort of accent that is really kind of poorly conceived, like not even very accurate. I think that could really bump up mm. your your numbers there. That that's hard to do though. I know. I'm only I am only good at doing accents that are very well conceived. So Of course. Oh, I know that. When Kyle returns to pick up Jim, we see the piano teacher for the first time, and guess what? It's a beefy, obviously gay man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looked gay. Well, it's 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 on account of his uh boyishness and yet also simultaneous uh what is it? Handsome masculinity. masculinity. What does he say? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah, he's like a uh, combination of masculine and boyish. What's the... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to find it. Oh, I'm, I got it here. When I see him, my heart almost stops. The guy is perfect. Somehow boyishly handsome and utterly masculine at the same time. Clearly gay. He had a shirt on that said, I heart penis. And then we make eye contact, blah, blah, blah. And then he's hot or whatever. Yeah, I, th- I think Andrew's right. If he's wearing a shirt that says, I am gay, that's how that's how you know. Yeah, it says, I heart penis to the exclusion of all other kinds of genitals and only on people who identify also as male. There you go. So he's really a trans-exclusionary gay man, which, you know, is very problematic, I have to Yuck, say. Yuck, no thanks. But, you know, given the author's cl- cl- stated stance on, you know, issues... Based on their titling. Yeah. They're not too socially aware. I wouldn't call them a, a swaju... A, a, how, would, how do you pronounce SJW oh. just as a word? Swa- um, S-Jew? Oh. That's also not good. It's not good. <laughs> I was going to say snowflake, but that is actually really funny what you just said because it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Hey, liberal snowflakes. Very Let's terrible. get back into the book. Yeah, so they they end up discussing how attractive this piano teacher is on the drive back yeah and uh this is where kyle has a reaction that is quite unexpected Uh or is it based on the title let me find a quote here well maggie maggie if you didn't want the title to give away 
mm-hmm. like the whole plot of the book. Why, like the Harry Potter books do that. That's classic mm-hmm. literature. Sure. Harry Potter and my gay husband's ass. Harry Potter and the Snape was a good guy the whole time. I was also thinking like Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities. That literally tells you what the book is about. Mm-hmm. For fuck's yeah. sake. Two cities. Oliver Twists. He's an orphan. Make it vague. I don't want to know that before I actually read the book. A tale. War and Peace. O O T. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So here's a here's a little convo between Kyle and his gay husband. Because I was thinking, we can switch you to the drums. I'll pay for it and everything, I inform him. No way, Jim interjects. I like this. I can't help raising one eyebrow at him, unable to hide my curiosity as we start the car and pull back out onto the road. I think he just like Brad. I finally blurt. Brad's the piano teacher, by the way. Jim doesn't say a word. At first, I think he didn't just... <laughs> oh, that's the wrong here. Fuck, that fucked me over. Jim doesn't say a word. At first, I think he just didn't hear me. But when I glance over, I see that I have his full attention, and he's just desperately thinking of how to respond. Why would you think that? He asks, avoiding the question. Because he's a handsome gay guy, I tell him. I mean, I'm handsome too, but that guy is pretty ridiculous. I mean, I'm handsome too, but that guy is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the comedy noise. Um, yeah, I like in this book how, despite all the other flaws, you know, the lame plot, the sex scene that is really kind of just, you know, half a page and not very sexy. And, no. you know, the just problematic nature of everything about this book. Um, I, I really love how the author poured their creativity into coming up with like really original and like really like representative names for all the main yeah, characters. Totally. Like Jim, you know, Kyle. And and Brad, you know, it's, it gives the reader something to think about while they're reading. Like, where did the where did the, how did the author come up with these names? Like, well, you know, they're trying to, they're trying to break stereotypes actually because these are mm-hmm. I'd say typically uh, straight names. So yeah. they're really trying oh, to flip. Yeah, these names do not want to have sex with names of the same uh, gender. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. I've, mm-hmm. I I can actually clarify. I've never met a gay Jim, Kyle, or Brad ever. Mm. They just don't exist, as far as I know. I guess I guess Hank Wilder is teaching us something new about he all is. of us. Uh, Good old Hank. So they end up discussing mutual attraction for Brad, the piano teacher, kind mm-hmm. of in a roundabout way. Um, and then Jim reveals to Kyle that they did kiss over the keys. Uh, yes, they kissed. And they kissed. They did. Okay. Here. <clears throat> Well, Jim starts... Oh, here we go. No, here we go. I'm going to jump a little further up. Because there, there's a moment where we find out that Kyle is totally chubbing out at the yes. thought of his husband being... Yeah. I guess My- of, of, of him, Kyle, becoming a cuck. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean that in, in the most loving way. Hmm. I'm not going to be upset, I, I assure him, keeping my eyes on the road. My cock is swelling in my jeans now, something completely unexpected that I'm still trying to fully understand. Well, Jim starts, we were having our lesson, and at one point he put his hand over mine, and then I looked over at him, and we, he hesitates, we kissed. (gasps) His admission hits me like a punch to the gut, and I'm immediately forced to pull over to the side of the road. I feel a swirling cocktail of emotions within me, from rage Mm, to jealousy to a deep, strange lust. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. skip to the sex scene. So, Let's. this man wants to be cucked real hard. Yes. yes. Yeah. So they go back. They call the piano teacher. What do they do? They call the piano teacher. Read the, yes. pi- re- read the call, Andrew. Let's hear it. Oh, fine. I Let me find it. <laughs> oh, and da, da, da. as Andrew is finding this uh, little setup, uh, J- uh, Jim is jerking Kyle off by this point while yeah. they're on the phone. Obviously, I thought that went without saying. Hey there, Brad. Jim coos, still keeping up a good pace with his hand across my cock. This is Jim. What you up to? Just about to make some dinner, he says. Is everything all right? My husband hesitates for a moment, looking over at me one last check, uh, for one last check in before changing our lives forever. He sees the aching look of desire on my face and then smiles. Everything's fine, my husband says. I just was wondering if I could come back over there and fuck you silly while my husband watches, maybe even joins in. Yeah, Brad finally says. 
come on back. I think I can help you out. Because that's such a sexy response. You know, maybe maybe originally the idea was that he wouldn't have sex with them and instead they get back there and then there are cops and they're like hey stop being such creeps and then they just leave <laughs> i didn't realize cops had jurisdiction over perverts <laughs> i now, mean in san francisco they do you say uh, that but that is kind of like the half of their job i guess the other half is paperwork but this is this is all good-hearted uh perversion you know because right. everyone's yeah. willing and there's a portion of this book where it's like i wanted to watch jim do something even more depraved and i was like you know i really don't need your value judgment book just three <laughs> just three men having sex with one another is hardly depraved what is this like I 1972 especially um with the books that we've read this is on yeah. the more tame side okay so they get back there he the piano teacher's fucking playing the piano when they arrive or at least sitting at the piano because this author was like hmm piano teacher what's gonna be in their house couch <laughs> no oh fuck how where are they gonna have sex god uh not a bed that doesn't make he's not a bed teacher here's what brad says to kyle uh right before they get into it i'm gonna teach you how to fuck your husband just right Mm-hmm. so he's kind of a bed teacher really if you think about it yeah He's just do he's just going the extra mile. Yeah. Yeah, they end up um d- d- besmirching, spoiling oh, the no, he does piano actually bench? there is actually a couch in the in the room too. He sits on the couch. The Jim starts to uh suck off Brad, I think. Mm-hmm. 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 And then and then what happens? He's watching, enjoying this. Oh, we we get a slight description of Brad's enormous penis. Um, oh yeah, let's yes. hear about the enormous penis. Because of course it's huge. Uh, this yeah. is well. I I basically gave you a quote verbatim with that yeah. one description. Uh, Brad leans it back against the piano and unzips his pants, unsheathing an absolutely enormous cock that juts out towards my husband's face as he crouches before him. That is how it works. Cock cocks do jet, jutting, um, and and unsheathing and unsheathed. Mm-hmm. Ooh, your cock is perfect. Put, I want put more. Put that weapon back inside your pants, Mister. I really like whenever they use the term "unsheathed" in uh, mm-hmm. any sort of erotica, if only because I like to imagine that there's some sort of like tabard, uh, yeah. in pants for people with penises. You yeah, know? no, that's like, how it works. There's a special sleeve. Yeah, you got to slide it down in there. Ooh. Yeah, and you got to <laughs> oil right. it too, so it, so it'll come out nice and quick when you need it. Sure. Well, then it's all glistening. Um, yeah yeah you don't no one wants also no one wants like a fucking cock that looks like it's been dragged through a you know bottle full of baby powder ew dry powdery you want a nice moist threw up right there wet penis (laughs) um oily but yeah so so he starts to fuck brad i think right brad starts to top him well yeah so so jim is sucking him off that happens for a little long of a time like a couple pages and then mm-hmm. um kyle gets involved mm-hmm. um, i'm pretty sure brad starts to top him brad does start putting his penis inside yes. jim's butthole like you were mm-hmm. saying uh, okay and you know you know Lubeless, this is coming of course you, you you know i'm here you know i'm here to say something right now lube what was that okay lube it's like maggie is singing a song over the course of however many episodes we've had, and the chorus is lube. <laughs> Bring lube back to erotica 2018. Yeah. Now, for our podcast, what I'm saying is that we need a quick way to just say, like, hey, put the lube back in, please. Like, hey, you know, hey. we want lube. Lube, lube, hey, please. Let's, let's workshop it. Sam, I want you to go first. We don't okay. want anal fish- fishers. Well, lube. Maggie, you're, you do not sound like Sam. So let's make Sam go first. <laughs> I, I'm Andrew, actually, but let me... Oh, let me God, that joke was so unfunny. I thought it had died already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be quiet, Andrew. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to give me the flesh finger, mm-hmm. I need it smeared in that sweet, sweet jelly. Mm-hmm. That's real good. I do like that one. Let's just <laughs> okay. stick with that. I don't, I don't even want to hear Maggie's. If you're going to fuck me with that finger... Wait, no, say it again, Sam. It was if the flesh gonna, finger. Yeah. If you're going to fuck me with that flesh finger, smeared in that good jelly. <laughs> Yikes. 
Yeah. No, this this is bad. Just remember, folks, um, erotica is unrealistic because they never use lube. I don't know why. Lube lube's hot too. Like everything's all slippery and and shiny yeah. and it gets and all sticky. It's gross. Not if you use silicone based. The thing mm. is, y'all, is that like in plenty of smut all over the internet, fingering plays a huge role. Huge mm-hmm. role. It's huge it's role. only in these like erotic novels that we get from Amazon where nobody gets fingered and nobody gets lubed. I mean, to be fair, they're like five pages long, generally. I suppose. They are they are a little bit shorter. To, to to reiterate my chorus in the song, he did suck on it for a while before he gets mm-hmm. stuck in his butt. So there was some spit there. But human spit isn't lube, you know? I mean, it's better than nothing. Wink. Maybe he used piano oil. Oh. Maybe maybe oh. he used piano. Just oh? just use the piano a to piano do piano is as lube. What if somebody what if somebody got fucked by a piano in this book? Guys, I oh. think I need to write some of this down. Yeah, like we need to fu- we need to write an erotica novel. We should just that I... should just be our thing. Maybe that maybe for season what, 4 5, hmm. we just switch to we we find Amazon erotic novels and then we write the book based on what the title is and we make it hmm. actually good. And we just act it out, you know, improv. Um okay. And it's like so, and it's like listen. I'm having sex with you. Yes. And I'm having sex with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm a piano. Steamy. Mhm. The yeah. the sex scene continues uh, a little much to our chagrin. It's not the it's it it stumbles through, I would mm-hmm. say. We yeah. see Kyle move to the floor next to the piano bench. Yeah. I mean, I'm... Jim does get Eiffel Towered in the meantime. Yes. Before we get to that, I just want to point out some of the um, language that is used during the sex scene. Yeah, let's hear it. I can feel Jim trembling between us, his body trying desperately to handle the sensations that consume him. He mm-hmm. is gripping tight against the piano bench beneath him, frantically trying not to lose control of himself during this overwhelming cockfight that he's hosting within his yes, body. The, cock, the cockfight. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't it understand. Means the, it means that there are co- the two cocks inside of him are fighting for control, fighting for dominance. <laughs> but uh-huh. one of them is in his mouth and one of them is in his butt. And they're touching in the middle, Sam. <laughs> It's only gay if the tips touch. Is that what you're saying, Maggie? Yeah. Oh, gross. Just the tips. So they're Eiffel Towering. Uh, Jim gets off, lays... Well, he doesn't get off. He gets down, lays on the floor with his cock straight up. He's... Uh, he, he gets, you mean he gets, Kyle. Kyle, yeah, sorry, Kyle lays down, and then penis up. Jim... Kyle comes and sits on the penis. Mounts then, him, yeah. And then Jim gets behind... Or I'm sorry, Brad gets behind Jim. God, these fucking names. Brad gets behind Jim. And then Andrew gets behind Andrew Mm -hmm. and just kind of shoves it in. Mm -hmm. And then they all turn over. This is really where the geometry of the story kind of goes a little wacko. I mean, I can can see what's happening. Like, it's not possible that it could happen. But I I see what the author is trying to go for. Okay. I don't I don't want to take this to too blue of a place. Sure. But this is how this works. Like No, I don't want to I don't want to know based on your based on like personal experience or something. I'm not interested in that. I can I can sort of envision what's going Please on. Please tell me how Kyle. you fit two penises in one in one butthole. Please, Sam. Carefully. And with a lot of lube, probably. <laughs> carefully, I don't know. Yeah. Carefully is good. I haven't actually done it. I just how I'm just wondering how the two dudes get their like hips in the right place. With so Kyle's laying on the ground. Let me paint you a picture, yeah. Andrew. Kyle's no, laying I on the ground. No, I know what's happening. Jim, it just doesn't Jim's make any sense. on top of him. He's he's got he's straddling uh, Kyle's hips with the dick inside of his butt, and behind him. Yeah, he's him, reverse cowgirling or yeah, regular well, cowgirling. No, he's regular cowgirling. But and be- behind him, sort of spooning over top of him, is Brad. And mm-hmm. I think Brad is uh, Kyle's legs have to be have to be spread yes. for this to work. Yeah, he's sitting in between Kyle's legs. Uh, no, he's on top of like he's reverse cowgirling. He's like yeah. on like he's over Kyle's legs. Like Kyle's legs are inside his legs, and then 
Wait, whose legs are inside whose legs? What uh, legs instead of legs? <laughs> like, like from like a directional standpoint, not in like a weird, gross vivisection standpoint. Like Oof. Kyle's on the ground, yes, and then Jim is straddling him, yes, and he's got his dick up his butt. So where's Brad? Brad is behind them, yes, and it's like a doggy situation where Brad is behind Jim. Yeah. No, yeah. yes, for sure. Yes. But Kyle's legs have to be spread to make room for Brad. Yeah, right? he's 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 like squatting on the floor. It's like a squat. Squatting. Jim is squatting. Yeah. I guess he'd have to be squatting. Well, yeah. it says that in the book. It says he's on his, you know, he's squatting down. Huh. All right. Uh, do you I'm, think he's I'm, doing... I'm done with do the logistics of this. Do you think he's doing more of the, uh, more of the western the squat? Of double penetration? Well, yeah, do you think he's no. going for more of the Western squat uh, up on the balls of his feet, or is he no like... Slavic all the way, heels down, <laughs> heels down? <laughs> That's how you get the power for the thrust. You got to get as much like Except... surface area as possible for this, because mm-hmm. it's as we can tell from the book, it's strenuous on his body. Yeah, Jim is howling in pain. That is from yeah, exactly. the book. Poor mm-hmm. Jim. Honestly, his, his anus is probably pouring out blood. Fishers all the way. Mm-hmm. More fisher than an anus, really. It's true. This is how people die, everyone. So okay, after the <laughs> DP, after the DP, after the DP, <laughs> yes. they jizz on his face. They do. And then the book is basically over. That's it. Uh, there's a there's like a a little stinger at the end where it's like oh we're gonna come back and the whole band's gonna be there and I can switch to the drums blah 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 and well I think as a promise of like an orgy or something a gangbang yeah. if if yeah. Hannah Wilder's anything to judge by it'll yeah. be a gangbang so yeah oh almost certainly so that's the that's the whole thing uh, yeah I this book we've... was bad yeah I mean it's I not really like it. a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least the other one had some stuff to like, you know, make jokes about. This one, not so much. No, this, this one is just straightforward in a way that is, um, it, I mean, it just feels dispassionate. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not sexy. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it felt like a book from someone who has four full pages of books uh, with the title Monsters Made Me Gay, colon, Monster, then the word gangbang. <laughs> yeah. Like, Insert monster here. Uh, Big man, alien, merman, yeti, ape man, wendigo, demon, mothman, swamp, ape, loch ness creature, wolfman, chupacabra, jersey devil, etc. And I mean, this is from a whole series of um, uh, sharing my gay husband's ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's almost know. like this person just shits out huh, terrible books, uh, <laughs> you know, for for pay. You know, it's not I, I don't get the feeling that Hank is, you know, doing this as a labor of love, really. Well, it yeah. can be both, right? Um, uh, I guess. Listen. I suppose. Maggie, if he or she or G or it. they ever tell you that, they're lying to you. It's to get in your pants. Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely true. Sure. All right. Uh, that's the whole book, which is great. Let's let's move on to something else. Yeah. Uh, what are the, do we have any reviews for it online? No, there are no oh, reviews man. for this book. Because these we'll books are own. a pure, these books are some sort of uh, con to make money. They're yeah. they're surely copy and pasted. Yeah. So nobody is interested in reading them. Yeah, this is probably like a Russian <gasps> troll farm uh, oh attempt God. to turn America gay, maybe? Yeah, No, it's, it's a Russian bot that is pr- producing these books to... Uh, show to use as bait an example for the proclivity mm. to perversion that yeah. the gay agenda has. Yeah, right. look at look at look at this. They'll turn piano lessons into a gay, you know, yeah. story. And look, there's even there's like people being cuckolded in it. That is, you know, that uh, is definitely not in the Bible. No, I will just let well, you know right now. I, I there have to be cucks in the Bible, right? Like the Bible is full of cucks, Maggie. I, that's what I thought. Well, okay. Yeah. The the Bible is full of cucks. Joseph Joseph yes. was the per, the it's fucking true. the paradigm, paradigmatic cuck, you know, cucked by God. Well, yeah, because an angel did fuck Mary for sure. 
sharing my wife's womb cucked by God. I'd read that. <laughs> that would, would be fine. That'd be good. Uh, Chuck Tingle, write it. Well, so the next time you go to a Christmas service and they read that um, that passage about Mary being visited by an angel at night, mm-hmm. come on. Just think yeah. about how Joseph is in the corner wanking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was yeah. he was watching this angel give it to Mary. Oh yeah. Hard. And then so and then another angel came down and they DP'd. Oh, Mary. Fuck. That's beautiful. One of the angels laid down on the floor and then Mary mm-hmm. squatted onto his dick. <laughs> mm, <laughs> that's beautiful. Joseph also stuck his penis inside her. There you go. That's are. beautiful. Uh, All right, everyone, Uh, let's get into our personal reviews for the book, if there are none on the internet. Yeah, let's do it. I think this book was bad. What a good review. (laughs) No way. Yeah, that was my review. (laughs) Yeah. How warm is your closet right now? (laughs) Don't. Can Can I give my review? Yes. I think this book was expensive because but we didn't pay for sometimes it. Sometimes things that are expensive are worse. Are worse. Are worse. That's right. Um, I think this book was bad. Also, yeah. uh, mostly because I, as I was describing to the boys before, um, we started recording. I did fall asleep about a page in. It was a. I did plan uh, for this book putting me to putting me to sleep because I set an alarm so that I could wake up to record the podcast. But it is dull beyond belief, and uh-huh. somehow makes uh, this sort of forbidden, uh, romp, like sexy romp into banal and boring. Yeah, I never thought I would say. I don't want to see this gay man get cucked by a piano teacher. But having read this book, I don't want to see that gay man get cucked by another piano teacher. I really don't. Yeah. It's only because I don't yeah. care at all yeah. about these mm-hmm. people or any of their life. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think the book is is bad. It's just boring. It's super boring. It's um, so boring. The other thing is I feel bad about myself now because I got tricked mm-hmm. by the Wilder. Shame on Hank Wilder. Fool me twice. Fool me twice. Shame on Hannah Wilder. Fool me three times. Come on my face. Fool me 40 times. Shame on whoever came up with this podcast. It was a collective effort. Yeah, I think you're right. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This was a rather sleepy episode, but I think Mm -hmm. it's come out all right. Yeah. Um, This is what happens when we record in the the post-Meridian because we are finishing this episode, we're about to come on your face um, mm-hmm. as a listener. And... Get ready. Open your mouth. And there it is. You're mm-hmm. welcome. It was completely silent. Uh, that's how we do it. We're classy. It's That's right. We we muffle all of our uh, noises yeah. in that regard. You're welcome. Yes. Thank You're you welcome. so much for listening. We, we have enjoyed making this episode for you, and we'll be back mm-hmm. in two weeks. Yes. Is yes. there... Any sort of social uh, methods to get in contact with us, boys? Maggie, you should know that. We've been doing this show for four hey? seasons. What? <laughs> Get it? It was a joke because. Anyway, Check us out on um, Facebook you... <laughs> or Twitter <laughs> or email uh, us. Yeah. <laughs> Tell your mom to subscribe to our podcast. My audio sure is like super it. bad this time around, so I really hope Maggie just said the socials. Go watch the uh, Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. It's really good. We did make multiple references to it this this yeah. episode. Um, it's it's pretty funny. A lot funnier than what we do here. No it's, offense. Yeah, it's definitely much funnier than what we've just done. Yeah. But you can't you can't watch that while you're you know doing dishes. Well, I guess you can. Um, you can. I don't know what what do people do? It's you can't watch that problem. while you're driving. We got you. We got people I there. Do. Ah, no, I watch Sam. While I'm driving. Don't watch YouTube while you drive. It's illegal. Oh. What? It's unsafe. Yeah. Mostly, it's unsafe. But That's it's so boring thing. to drive. I, no, I'm gonna kill this episode before we beat it to death. Further. Yeah. Now <laughs> tell them your actual names. Kill. I and not, am. 
I'm ending it. It's done. Wait, yes, who's, what was your name, though? I'm Andrew Coles. Oh, fucking. <laughs> I'm Andrew Coles. And I'm hard, hard, hard nuts Wilder. No, you're Andrew Coles. The third Coles. sibling of the Wilder no, trio. shut up. Our oh. hard nuts Wilder. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. It is done. It is completed. Bye. Bye. Do, do, do. Oh, wait, that's the wrong one. What's, what's? Do, 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 do. Are you okay? Smoke from those candles? No, I just inhaled some tea leaves. <coughs> oh, well. No, how will that's you tell almost How will you tell your fortune now? Good job. It won't. <clears throat> I guess I'll just have to look in the poop. Mm. I mean, God. if you if you if you choke on your tea leaves, I'm pretty sure that's a bad that's sign. A, yeah, that's a bad That's a omen. bad fortune. Yeah. Or I'm going to choke on, you know, something in the future. Ah. Some ding dong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>